Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about freedom. Freedom is defined differently in the non-physical. It's defined differently by Joshua. And when you hear their definition compared to what we think freedom is, I think it'll make a lot more sense to you. It's a fascinating episode, and it carries along with what they're talking about now, that when you're inspired to do something, you are always free to do it. You always have the time, the money, the wherewithal to do whatever you're inspired to do. But limiting beliefs get in the way, and this is the only cause of our limitation. Once you process those limiting beliefs, once you move forward on your journey of self-discovery, you will expand your identity, and you'll become more free because you'll move into higher, freer, lighter densities. That's what this is all about, shifting that perspective upwards and moving to these higher densities. Uh, before we get started, we are doing an activation live in New York City on Sunday the 17th. There might be a possibility that there's a space available. If you want more information, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And then January 16th, we'll be starting the foundations course, a new activations group, and the basic training course. So if you'd like information on any of those, also send me an email. All right, remember to like and subscribe, share this with your friends, leave a review, uh, do all that stuff you do. We really appreciate you. And let's get ready for this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Have you ever thought about this idea of freedom? what freedom really is and how it would impact you, how your life would be a little bit more easier and fun and more like the way you set it up prior to your birth. If you understood what freedom truly is and what abundance truly is, you'd be living more closely to what you intended prior to your birth. And of course, your intentions were very strong and you intended to enjoy this life, have fun, have adventures, explore new things, bring in new concepts, new ideas, into this physical reality, and then have a massive shift in perspective in this lifetime. In this lifetime, you may have entered in a time and place of your birth with the people and the parents and the family and the siblings and friends of your youth. And you might have jumped in causing yourself to adopt a whole set of limiting beliefs about yourself, one about freedom and another about abundance. And so we'd like to illustrate what true freedom is. True freedom is operating out of the bounds of what you believe physical reality is, allowing yourself to realize that you're guided in every step and that you can literally do anything that you need to do when you need to do it. Now, of course, we're talking from a non-physical perspective. When you need to do something, you'll be free to do it. You can do it. You can find a way. There will always be a way. You are not restricted in any way. If you're restricted by time or money or what others think or the rules, well, you're playing in an illusion. The illusion is not true. But to rise above that illusion, illusion, you'll have to see yourself as more of who you truly are. You'll have to have faith that you're being led into experiences designed specifically for you. Designed from a non-physical perspective, having experiences that you knew would lead to your growth and expansion and a shift in perspective. Well, if your primary intention was to experience this in joy, you'd have to create definitions that are more true. When you think about freedom, you think about 
I would have the ability to do anything I want to do whenever I want to do it. And a lot of humans have tried to do that. They've tried to control their situations, their conditions, their monetary balances in their bank accounts in order to control this idea of freedom. But of course, it's still based in fear. All control is based in fear. What you have to understand is the life you are living is free now. It's always been free. You may have believed that others controlled your destiny or what you could do at the time, but this was never true. It was just you abiding by some rules that were set by others, by your society, by what people thought was good or right or proper, but it was never true. True freedom is being able to do whatever you need to do when you need to do it. Now, what do you need to do? Well, that's basically established by your inner self in communication with you through intuition, through emotional guidance, through ideas flowing to you, through your excitement and interest in things. If you believe that you were really interested in something, all of you probably believe that you could move in that direction. You could read a book. You could watch a video or listen to a podcast. You could study it. But more of what's going on here has to do with how you see yourself. Because it'll always have to do with your perspective. And as you shift that perspective upwards, you'll realize you're capable of much more than you thought you were. You are fully able to do anything you're excited to do. But of course, there's fear in the way. And fear is the great limitation. This is the only thing that's getting in your way. So if there was no fear, there would be no limitations whatsoever. Well, since fear is an illusion or part of that illusion of separation, and you can't remember who you are, if you can move past the fear, then you are free. If fear is the only thing that's limiting you, if you could eliminate or overcome the fear, you would literally have no limitations. Now, who you truly are is a being without limitations. You are a limitless being. Limitless in that you can be, have, and do anything in the non-physical, because in the non-physical, there is no fear. There is nothing to fear. Because there is no illusion of separation. Without the illusion of separation, you cannot have fear. In this reality, there's a very deep sense or deep illusion of separation. And that's where all the fear is derived. Now, it's one thing to have fear, and it's another thing to be limited by that fear. If you're inspired to do something, that inspiration is coming to you from your inner self. That's the only place, your inner self, your guides, your supporters, the non-physical source itself, this is the source of all inspiration. But from your human perspective, you're going to have fear every single time because the inspiration is designed to move you into an experience that will shift your perspective upwards. From where you are now, you could call that a limited perspective compared to the perspective that you would have after acting on the inspiration. When you have the inspiration, fear pops up, but you can always, always, always push past that fear. You can identify limiting beliefs. You can process limiting beliefs. You can 
look at things from a higher perspective, look at yourself from a higher perspective before taking the action. But when you have the action, you will build confidence because you'll have an experience. Experience is what teaches. Experience is what transforms. Experience leads to change. If you're not living fully free and abundant now, it's simply because you're limited by fear. You are believing in the illusion. And you're seeing yourself as somewhat of a victim. You are thinking, what would the worst thing that could happen if I acted on the inspiration? Rather than, what is the best thing that could happen if I acted on the inspiration? And so since the worst thing that could happen would lead to an outcome that you do not desire, you say, well, I don't have time for it. I don't have the money for it. It's not right for me now. It's probably something else better I could be doing. We want to promise you, every single bit of inspiration you ever receive will lead to a higher perspective. That higher perspective will lead you out of the illusion of separation, into oneness, into the truth, into true freedom and true abundance, into the life you intended to live. If you're feeling stuck, if there's some areas of life that aren't working properly, if you think you could improve in some way, well, you're perceiving yourself simply from a limited perspective. That's it. That's the only thing that's happening. To move to a higher perspective, you must endeavor to see yourself from that perspective now, even though you don't think it's true. It is true. You just can't see it yet. When you have the experience, you'll gain the information, you'll create confidence, and you will see it. But until you take the action on that inspiration, you will not see who you truly are. And so you will live a limited experience of life. To transform that life is simply taking action when inspired, pushing past fear when you can, looking at yourself from a higher perspective, even though you don't believe it yet, moving to the height or the limits of that belief system, and then doing the work necessary to broaden that belief system. Each and every one of you has a magnificent, unimaginable, spectacular life waiting for you. How do you think that's going to happen? Who do you think is going to get you there? How do you think the system is set up and designed for you? It's all for you, every bit of it, but you'll have to endeavor to see yourself for who you truly are. This is the work. This is what will lead you to every single thing you truly want. And this is why you've asked us to come. Because in this magnificent life that you can't even imagine, feeling exists. And it will feel very good to you. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Hi, Joshua. It's Emma here. Emma! I'm having real challenges with fear at the moment. I feel as if I've never been short of money my whole life, and I am just gripped with being short of money at the moment and just, you know, bursting into tears when I have to spend $100 that I was, wasn't expecting. And it's a really, really uncomfortable place to be because I've not been in that place before. And so when I'm in that space, that's hard then to, I think, even hear the inspiration because that's that's the whinge and that's me being a victim. 
And so the question would be, like I've had glimpses of inspiration for this ideas for a new book and I bought a new URL website, but then do I wait for like a next inspiration of how to move forward with that? Because I'm still kind of moving forward with other things that are happening. I'm in a bit of a pickle, as I would say, here in Australia. Your question is one that can be very basic and can apply to the masses. And then it is actually specific to you at a much, much, much higher level. Because what you're going through now is a transformation from an old approach to life based in effort and struggle to a new approach to life based in pure alignment with who you truly are, with your guides who are very forward for you now, with your inner self who is extremely powerful, and with your specific destiny, which is to lead and teach and be an example of this massive shift in perspective. You believe that your life led you to be in business and to make money and to offer teachings in a certain way. It was a old approach based in what others had proffered that would be the right way to do things. Setting goals, for instance. You made a business based in that. You experienced a modicum of success. You experienced a little bit of prestige in that. And you garnered some respect. We would say that compared to where you will be, all of this was about two or 3% of what you will experience, two or three of percent of the impact you will have, and two or 3% of the money you will make. This is the sticking point in most humans' lives. Gary and Christy were talking the other day about the woman that owns the laundromat and her view of from her little spot in her laundromat was what she saw nine, 10 hours a day, five days a week, day in, day out, day in, day out. Well, from her perspective, this is great. She doesn't have to work for anyone else. She gets to call her own shots and she thinks it's a wonderful life, lives in a nice little town, has friends and family and all that. But from the perspective of Gary and Christy, it was a very, very small life. You cannot see the magnificence and unimaginable life that's held for you in escrow. That life, could you see it, would be something you would do anything to get. But it's unimaginable, so you can't imagine. There's no way to picture it. Your guidance supporters and inner self are leading you through inspiration. You are acting on much of the inspiration, but you're holding a death grip on the past, on how things should be done, on rules. You are a maverick, rule breaker, rebel. Have you heard these words before? You are not supposed to play by the rules. You are supposed to think outside of this box, connect to things that nobody else is doing. A new way of being in this reality. You're listening to us, you're listening to White Light, you're listening to others who are teaching you that what you think physical reality is, what others think it is, the rules of this game are not 
the rules of the game. You're living by an old approach to life. You're moving in the proper direction, but you're holding on to the old way in great fear of making a mistake, of looking bad, of not having enough money to pay the bills, of criticism, of ridicule, of losing what you think you've gained. Now, remember, what you think you've gained through the life you've lived is 2 to 3% of the life that's waiting for you. You literally have nothing to lose. If you continue to go on living this small life comparatively to the life that's waiting for you, nothing you try can work. You can try doing all the things that everyone else thinks is the right thing. Maybe create a little bit easier way to do it or whatever it is. It'll never work. It can't work. Can't work for any of you. You cannot live the old approach to life and expect it to work. Gary could not be in real estate, have these businesses, make this money, and live that way given the intentions he set prior to his birth. He could not be successful because that would be a reward for living an old approach to life that he did not sign up for. He would never find satisfaction. And so as he endeavored to build things bigger and make more money and get more prestige and status, he never felt satisfaction. So he always had to push it and go more and more and more until it finally all collapsed. Now, the funny thing about it all collapsing, which was his greatest fear, was it was an incredible relief. And he was able to jump on a new timeline easily. He decided to have more fun, do what he was inspired to do, do things like play poker, renovate houses. So do all these things that had no prestige whatsoever, but great satisfaction and great potential for learning. And so he went on that course and ended up where he is here. And this spot he landed in 15 years after the fact is unimaginable to the version of him that existed 15 years ago. How did he get here? No way to plan for it. No way to vision board. No way to set goals. He just acted on enough inspiration and let himself here. Along the way, he had manifestation events. Manifestation events about money. But looking back, he had every dime he needed to do everything he needed to do. And since he didn't have all these businesses and employees and stuff he had to do to maintain that lifestyle, he had several times more freedom. Freedom to literally do anything, go anywhere. But still, he had fear. He had limiting beliefs. Manifestations came up perfectly on time to lead him through experiences that would shift his perspective of himself. Well, had he known what he knows now, he would have said, well, that was a manifestation event. That was a limiting belief. That limiting belief was limiting me from the living, living the life I truly wanted to live. And so he could have processed that. Well, he didn't have the tools for it back then. Of course he does now. And you all have those tools now. If you don't have those tools now, if you're not in any of the courses, simply send a message to Gary and he will give them to you. There are videos that show anyone who wants how to do this process. It's fully available. But when you are holding a death grip onto a version of you that is not supporting your growth because you want to play by certain rules rather than to make your own rules, you are living by your own self-imposed limitations.
Nothing's wrong with that. That's fine. But what you're doing is you're building up resistance, building up resistance, building up resistance. You know what to do, but you're still holding on in fear. The fear is irrational. Nothing can happen to you other than a ding to your identity. Guess what? Your identity, Gary's identity, Joy's identity, Audrey's identity, Michael's identity is all a limitation. To move past that limitation, you'll have to expand that identity. It's not what can Emma do to shift the mass consciousness of the planet, to create this ripple effect through the population, to create something unimaginable. It's what can Emma allow in? How much of her inner self will she accept? How much of her authentic self, the truth of who she are, the rebel, will she be able to play by? How much fear will she be able to overcome? How much would she be able to understand what's happening now in the face of suddenly no money coming in? Can Emma rise above that to see that this is actually beneficial? Can you see that a lack of money at this time is beneficial for your specific growth and expansion. I can see that it's making me think about things differently. Yeah, for sure. If you had $20 million in the bank, yeah. what would you do differently? I would be less worried, play more, and I would write the book. Well, we say you would continue on doing what you've been always doing. You've been, mm -hmm. you would be running the same business, teaching the same things, saying the same things, and believing that those things you were teaching and saying were accurate. Possibly wouldn't even find this information because you would say, well, this philosophy I have that is aligned with all the fear and limitation that's out there in the world must be accurate because everyone's gobbling it up and paying me richly for it. Now, if that isn't true, then it cannot bring in the money, the prestige, the like, love, respect. If this identity of Emma was successful financially and in every area of your life, living in the old approach as a victim, well, then you'd have nothing to move towards and you wouldn't want to. Now we promise you, you can look at every single human on the planet. Not one of them is successful living a life that's not aligned with their pre-birth intentions. Now it may look okay from the outside, but they will never feel the satisfaction. They will never have every area of their life working. They will never have a massive shift in perspective. You want a massive shift in perspective. Well, this massive shift comes with an entrenched ideology, an entrenched identity, an entrenched belief system in the old approach to life, in control. Those of you who are the most in control have the most difficult time shifting. Shifting means expanding your identity to include your non-physical you in this reality. Every single idea that you've ever had, every good idea, every fun idea, every 
humorous comment you've ever made. You received it from the non-physical. It was dropped into you at the right place at the right time. This continues as you expand your identity and magnifies, expands, gets more. Now, when you're in fear, it's a different kind of fear from where you are. You see, it's not the fear that someone in a lower density would feel. It's not nearly as intense, but because you're emotionally sensitive, it feels that way to you. Because you have a vivid imagination, you are very good, and all of you are very good at imagining the worst that can happen. Because you're emotionally sensitive, this thing you can imagine, this negative outcome, you know you'll feel tremendous negative emotion. You see? And this is why you are in fear. You wish things were going well so you could feel secure. Because to feel insecure as you're emotionally sensitive is scary. But you can't even imagine the worst that can happen. Because if the worst happens, it's going to be the best thing for you specifically. So here's what you could do. You could adjust how you see your future. You could adjust how you see yourself. You are not alone. You are fully supported in every moment. You are very good at receiving inspiration. You are very good at acting on inspiration. You have a tremendous deal of confidence. All you need to do is relax that control and give up abiding by the rules. Those of you who are moving into greater levels of freedom are going to push past higher and higher and more intense fears. This is how you achieve the freedom. Those who are living very small, limited lives are doing so because they cannot push past any fear. They will not sign up for a course or tell their friends about this information or act on inspiration that doesn't look like it's going to lead them to the ideals that they have in their mind. The ideals you have in your mind are 2 to 3% of what your life could be. The most magnificent life that you can imagine will have very little satisfaction. It's just another form of control. Fine, granted, it gets you off the couch. You will take some action. You'll have some experiences. But generally, it leads you on a detour and is not satisfying. When you realize how powerful you are, you will understand this because you've acted on inspiration. When you give yourself credit for all the inspiration that you've acted on in the past and that you've gotten to this point in time, you can know you have it down. You have a talent in this. You are already accomplished in acting on inspiration and receiving it. You meditate. You have an idea for a book. The book is not the end result. The book is to meet this person over here or to bring in this idea over here or to think of this thing or ask this question. Be on this call now. Take an activation. Allow things to happen for you without rushing it. When you believe that you don't have enough money, you are believing in, in an illusion. You will always have all the money you need. And if you had more money than you needed, it would not serve you. It would be a distraction. So where you are now, all of you, 
you have exactly the amount of money that you need to do what you need to do. You have exactly the amount of time you need to do what you need to do. All you're going to have to do is push past fear. Where is the money going to come from in the future? I have to trust it will. I am doing what I need to do to act on this inspiration. Therefore, time and money must come. Since time and money are a complete illusion anyway, your focus on it is building up that illusion. Your choice to be insecure about money right now is a perspective choice. You are not seeing yourself as we see you. Certainly, that would be difficult because we see exactly who you truly are. We see how magnificently powerful, accomplished, creative, intelligent, and courageous that you are, and all of you. But you can't see it from your perspective because you haven't done the actions that would lead you to the information and the confidence to create the life that you're going to create. Now, the life that's ahead of you is nothing short of magnificent. Where you are on your timeline, how much work you've done so far, your commitment to this life that you've intended to live, your pre-birth intention is so strong, you're going to live a magnificent life. You could not derail it. And in fact, that's true of all of you. From where you are now, there's nothing you can do to derail the magnificent life that's coming to you. It's impossible. You've already jumped on that timeline. But could you have fun along the way? Could you know that everything is working out? Could you know that as long as you're having fun, you're going to receive inspiration? And as long as you practice processing limiting beliefs and pushing best fear, you're going to take a lot of action and act on a lot of inspiration and have incredible experiences. Experiences in the last year you've already had, but you didn't really see them as completely as they were, as magnificent as they were. You were alone in the house with Gary and Christy, an audience of one. There's very few people on the planet that have that. You had that. And did you give yourself credit for that? You made that happen because you pushed past fear. Give yourself some credit. You all are these magnificent, incredible explorers who just can't see who you truly are. That's fine. That's why you signed up. So know that you're taken care of. Know that you are guided in every step. Know that you cannot fail. But also know that fear of rejection, fear of failure is such an illusion in this reality. And it's greatly limiting the vast majority of humans on this planet. But you came forth and you said, I will be the example of one who firmly believes in the rules and yet rebels against that rule, rebels against those rules, and does things other people would not do because you've created and established a connection with your inner self, with your guides and supporters. That is clear and trustworthy, and you have confidence in that. Sure, it is normal for people to be worried about money. But they're also worried about every single thing else. Will they get to work on time? Oh, they're worried. What will people think? Oh, they're worried. Will they lose their job? Oh, they're worried. Will the economy fail? Oh, they're worried. 
worried, 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 living in this spectacular environment on planet Earth at this most exciting time, living in fear. Well, there's a lot of fear here. We understand it. But you have an option. And the option is to see yourself from the highest perspective possible, to understand that you're absolutely free and completely, totally abundant. And it's your birthright to live this free and abundant life. All you have to do is rise above the who am I question. Who am I to have this magnificent life? Who am I to make this, this example? Who am I to do things no other human has ever done before? You're here now talking to us. This is proof of who you are. And as soon as you get it, and all of you get it, whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, you'll be living as you intended to live, riding this roller coaster in joy because you are master roller coaster riders. Wonderful question. Michael. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. I think you said before that once you think a thought, it becomes available to all humans. Can you talk more on where our thoughts come from? Is there like a repository of thoughts out there that is from others that are people depositing and, and thoughts from our higher self? Excellent question. All thoughts that have ever been thought by humanity exist within the mass consciousness of humanity. All thoughts that will ever be thought exist in potentiality in the non-physical. To receive a thought, you offer a vibration and attract that thought. Since most of the thoughts that humans have been thought generally based in fear, control, worry, doubt, that sort of thing. And so those thoughts are recycling to everyone who's a vibrational match to them. If you are in fear of not having enough money, well, there's a whole bunch of you who have had the same fear. And that those fears get circled around and circled around and circled around. And anytime you are in a low emotional state around that subject, you attract that thought. It's personalized because it matches and becomes part of your vibration. You have a feeling then when the thought comes through. And then you emit the thought and the feeling into the universe. And you attract another thought. And so a lot of these thoughts are spirals, spiraling down, because one thought leads to another thought, leads to another thought, leads to another thought, worry, 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 until you're in a very low emotional state. And then something happens and you rebound because you have a set point. You're like a cork submerged underwater. Eventually, you're going to float to your set point. Now, if you're feeling positive emotion, if you're having a good time, if you're above the emotional horizon line, you're going to attract thoughts above that emotional horizon line. Now, many of those thoughts also exist in the mass consciousness. Anyone who's expressed joy at the birth of a child, those thoughts are swirling around in the mass consciousness. Anyone who's won the lottery, anyone who's discovered something or created an invention, who's had success, who's received an award, those all exist. You might say, oh, I'd like to receive an award. That sounds like fun. I bet I'd feel good if I received an award. And you might effort and struggle, effort and struggle, effort and struggle to do something to get an award. 
and then you get the award. And for a few minutes, you use it as your excuse to feel good. And then you attract another thought. What else could I effort and struggle my way to to feel good? And then something comes to you. But all these thoughts are just boxes that other people have done or experienced before. Nothing unimaginable to it. Now think about all the thoughts that will ever be thought. All the inventions, all the funny things to say, all the books that will be written. They all exist in these little capsules in the non-physical. When one of you reaches a high enough vibration and becomes the path of least resistance, you can access one of those brand new thoughts. Guess what? When you do, we get them too. We get the benefit of all those thoughts. You access some brand new idea, we can't do that. You see, we can't shift our vibration like that to access a new thought. We do not have the context to do that. You all could do that. That's why you're so valuable. That's why you're so loved. That's why you're so admired and revered. That's why there's so much attention on this planet. Because this is unlike anywhere else. If you are living on another planet somewhere, you're in a collective consciousness. There's no illusion of separation. This is the place with the illusion. Within that illusion, you have access to thoughts that could never be accessed anywhere else because each of you has created a unique context. In a mass collective consciousness on some other planet, everyone's thinking basically the same thing. There's no illusion going on. And so the context is for the entire population as a whole. You create 8 billion unique contexts, unique perspectives, unique desires, interests, excitement. And you go about moving yourself to perspectives where you can access these new ideas. So think about great composers, great artists, great inventors of the past. In one area of their life, they reached such a high perspective of themselves that they accessed new music, new art, new literature, new inventions, new philosophies, new ideology, new organizations, all kinds mm -hmm. of new things that could not be accessed anywhere else. But in the rest of their life, they had much more limited perspectives. So some might be extremely talented in music, but not very healthy or had poor relationships or was not good with money. And so their life was unbalanced and uneven. If you realize that the thoughts you think are not manufactured in your head, then you don't have to worry about, did I get enough intellect? Is my brain actually working well? Can I really figure things out? All you have to do is realize, can I get to a vibration where I attract the ideas and thoughts that will lead me to what I truly want? Well, what's really happening here? Since your inner self and your guides and supporters all see you from such a high perspective, they know the path forward that will lead to everything you truly want. And so they will pop a little idea in there. And then you might go on a journey or research that, discover it, and bring in more information that leads you to a high enough perspective of yourself 
that you can access a thought or ask a question that's never been asked before. You all have that power. This is power beyond imagination. And this will lead you into spots, into circumstances that have never existed before. In those circumstances, because your perspective is so high, unimaginable events and experiences take place. We watch these happening and it's all new. That's why it's fascinating to us. But as soon as you had that experience, as soon as you had that idea, it becomes available to all of us in the non-physical. Then we get to furiously play around with it and think about it and try to do things and have adventures of our own, albeit not meaningful, just fun, while you are doing the work that you do. All of this can be done in joy. Would you let yourself off the hook because you haven't come up with a great idea or you're not where you think your life should be? You settle down and that vibration actually goes up. As soon as the vibration goes up, which simply means you're thinking about yourself in higher terms now. You're the creator of your reality. You're guided and supported. This entire universe is based in true freedom, true abundance, and that's your birthright. You can't make a mistake. You can't get it wrong. And rejection is meaningless since it's just reflection from the outside. You get to play it now any way you like. And as soon as you see yourself from that perspective, you shift into densities. In these higher densities, it's so much easier to attract thoughts that have never been thought before. Because who else has ever reached these densities on Earth? This is why you all came. Because the potential here is fantastic. There's so much variety, so much technology, so much possibility, so much freedom and abundance. Never before on this planet has there been anything like this. Not only freedom to do whatever you want to do, but freedom to think any way you want to think. Freedom to express yourself any way you want to express yourself. Freedom to communicate with others who are like-minded. Freedom to share these nutty ideas. Freedom to support others knowing that you are here to serve. And they are here to serve you. And you are all in this together. Freedom to think beyond the illusion of separation and to, at least intellectually, think about the idea of oneness. What does it mean to be all one? Well, you are all doing this for each other. Those of you who are living lives in limitation and doubt and fear, well, you're here too. You're here to be the backdrop, the context, the reflection. Those of you who are willing to push past fear and receive an act on inspiration and move yourself into experiences that are unknown, knowing that you're taking care of every step of the way, you're creating a ripple effect. You're leading the charge. You're exploring new territory, new ideas, and you're dropping little lifelines to all those who are ready to move up to where you are. And you're all doing this together. So if you think a thought and it doesn't feel good, you are simply perceiving yourself 
not as the creator of your reality, but as a victim, meaning that other people, other conditions, other things can make you feel bad. You are not realizing your power, which is to discern how you really feel and what's the cause of that feeling. The cause is never the conditions, it's simply a limiting belief. If you endeavor to process limiting beliefs, if you endeavor to see yourself as more and choose a higher perspective in every single area of your life, you will be guided easily to an unimaginable life, the life that you intend to live. If you recognize that, oh, this happened and I feel bad, you're so far ahead of the game because you realize I'm using that thing outside of me as an, as an excuse to feel bad. It's not what I feel bad. It's because I think of myself in a way that that thing outside of me causes me fear. If I change the way I think about myself, that thing outside of me cannot cause fear because nothing outside of me can create in my reality. In fact, I've created every single thing outside of me myself. It's all my creation. If it's my creation, I can adjust how I see it so that it feels good. Once I've done that, I've mastered this life. That's mastery. You're all in the practice and you're all moving towards that mastery. Just the fact that you became aware that how you feel seems to be affected by things outside of you, which is not true, is a massive shift in perspective. With that massive shift in perspective, you've been you've elevated yourself into higher, lighter, easier densities. In those densities, you've given yourself access to thoughts that are not available in lower densities. And so for you and all of you, the only thing you got to ever concern yourself about is how do I move up in densities? And you do that by seeing yourself from a higher perspective. Does that make sense? Yes, thank you. And did you used to think that you manufactured thoughts in your head? I did. did. So and if you're doing something joyful and your vibration is high, the thoughts that you are in your head is from your higher self versus if you're the opposite and you're in fear about something, is it thoughts that you're attracting from, from other humans that have put in the repository? Exactly. That's right. Exactly that. Here's what's happening. If you're having fun and enjoying yourself, all you're doing is thinking about yourself from a higher perspective. At that time, when you're having fun, you think things are going well. You think you're having fun. And that is more true. If you are having a hard time and not having fun, you think you're not having fun. And that's not true. That's why the negative emotion comes. The negative emotion always comes to show you that your perception of what's going on in your reality at that moment is inaccurate. If you're feeling good, it shows you it's accurate. That's all you have to think about. Now, when you're above that emotional horizon line, when you're in some form of joy, whether that's interest or excitement or whatever, you have access to thoughts. It could come from your inner self. It could come from one of your many, many, many powerful guides. Imagine you were thinking about an invention and you're playing around with this idea of plasma. And somehow you get an idea 
to Google something. It could have come from the scientist who originally discovered this term plasma. You have access to all of those in the not Anything you're interested in, all of those who are interested in the same subject are with you in that interest. And to connect to all of them, all you have to do is think you're worthy of connecting to all of them, that they want to connect to you, that you have a frequency that's similar, and why shouldn't these ideas go up and down and back and forth? It's how the whole system is set up for you and all of you. But most humans are around there thinking, I'm not smart enough for this. Who am I to be thinking about these things? I'll never have enough money to invent something or it'll fail or I'll be ridiculed or whatever. That's all suppressing them and keeping them limited or unfree. Every single human on earth creates their own prison. The doors are open. There are no locks. But to move out of that prison and go out into the world, well, that's a little fearful because in the prison, they have a roof over their head and three meals a day. But it's not no way to live in this beautiful reality. The way you want to live is an adventurous, exciting, expansive life. Well, when you get to the non-physical, you'll see it's always been that. All you had to do from your perspective is see it, recognize it, and realize you are set up for this. You're designed for this. You came for this. This is your game. You're masters at this game. And you're playing it at a level no other human in history has ever played. When you see how powerful you are, then this will become a lot easier. But to do that, you're going to have to push past fear to act on whatever inspiration comes to you without needing to know the outcome. Wonderful question. Who's next? Mina! How are you? I'm pretty much living my best life and very lucky to be doing so. And I know that my body speaks to me and I've always been able to understand it for the most part. Recently, I sustained an injury through a massage therapy appointment. And I'm confused because I understand that I attracted it. Yet I, you know, I am for the most part living my best life. And, um, and I understand that it's a trauma that's still somewhere. But this is the first time that I've actually felt like I, I don't understand why now. <laughs> So if you could shed some light on, you know, how our body speaks to us and a little bit about why it would happen when I'm kind of feeling like, you know, great, I've got wonderful teachers like you and White Light and Abraham. And yeah, that would be great. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, your body is your companion in this life with you every moment. You cannot ignore the body. The body is this wonderful mechanism of cells that are regenerating themselves and changing and evolving and growing over time. Every single cell in that body comes to be on this ride for you and with you, seeking and receiving well-being as long as you do. And if you have emotional experiences in your life that you do not process, your body will contain and hold those emotions for you. When you're ready to release them, the body will release them. How the body releases them has to do with 
how quickly you shift in densities, raise your perspective, see yourself in a new way. Now, here's an interesting thing. Let's say you chose a specific time and place of your birth, specific parents, a specific body, a specific name. And at any time along the way in your childhood, you thought any of it was wrong. That negative emotion was often stored in the body, especially if you were in a culture that didn't allow free expression of emotion. And we will say that no culture really allows any free expression of emotion, especially in childhood. Generally speaking, those around you want to suppress your emotions. And if you're emotionally sensitive, where's the emotion going to go? Well, the body will hold it for you. Well, this is fine. It creates an identity. It creates a trajectory. You live your life. You create desires. You move towards those desires. You have experiences. And the limiting beliefs that are there tend to entrench and get more strong as you grow older. The identity that you have of yourself that you believe is why anyone would even like, love, or respect you entrenches as well. And then you move along this trajectory, but you have a high emotional sensitivity, emotional guidance system, and you find yourself being led to information such as this that soothes that emotion. It's an excellent place to start because you say, all of you say, without exception, maybe not publicly, maybe not consciously, but what you're saying is, how do I feel good? This vibration of how do I feel good in this reality is so entrenched with who you are that you are going to find this information or similar information somewhere. You can find this information and you can listen to it in the background or read a book or even talk about it to a friend. But if you don't involve yourself in some activity, some experience, processing limiting beliefs, pushing past fear, doing something to elevate your perspective, seeing yourself from that perspective, you're not really going to have a lot of change. And the body's going to hold on to this trapped emotion and make it so that you can't ignore it. Now, this is not what's happening to many of you who are in activation right now. What's happening is you said to yourself, I am ready to move up to a higher perspective. I am ready to move to higher, lighter densities. I'm ready to start living the life I intended to live. I'm going to push past fear. I'm going to do all these things. And as you do them, especially in the activations, you are creating an environment where the body will not hold on to that negative emotion anymore. It's not necessary. For some of you, you will have colds and flus and sickness and illness and headaches and earaches and all kinds of things. Some of you will have accidents. Some of you will have pains and gripes and aches and eventually release it, depending on where you are and how quickly you're rising. But think about this specific injury that you have. How many people do you know have had a massage injury? Generally doesn't happen. Why does this happen for you? So it would seem obvious something's happening for you. You didn't get in a car accident. You didn't fall off a ladder. You had a pretty unusual massage injury. But this is just the way your body is releasing this. 
you had the inspiration to have the massage. The massage went perfectly. And now you're releasing something that was contained in your back. We don't want to be too general about this, but if you can just see as an example, a fun example, if you have a problem in your shoulder, maybe you are thinking things should be different. If you're having a problem with your knee, maybe you think you need something that you aren't getting. If you're having a problem in your back, maybe it's something in your past. We are just spitballing here. Could be anything. But from where you are specifically doing what you are doing specifically, engaging this new approach to life because you are ready to move to that next level, your body's just releasing trapped energy. Nothing to be worried about. Go along realizing this is just a way the body is getting the energy out. You can go to the doctor. Could be a perfect way to do it. You go to a chiropractor, whatever you're inspired to do. Whatever you're inspired to do. You could be patient and see what transpires. Take it easy. Relax. You could do inner child work. You could look back at perspectives that you had when you were younger, earlier in your life, that maybe you held on to some emotions, some things you thought were wrong. Some quote-unquote trauma. Trauma is just something you thought was wrong at that time because you were looking at it from a perspective that was not accurate. And you were saying, that should not have happened. You didn't know back then that that should have happened because it led you to where you are now. Had it not happened, you wouldn't be here now. You intended to be here now, so it or something similar had to happen. How you perceive it at the time was up to your perspective at the time. How you perceive it now is based on your perspective now. How you will perceive it five years from now is based on your perspective then. That event will be different in five years than it is now, than it was five years ago. You are moving in the right direction. Everything's happening for you. But from a human perspective, you say, I would rather not have this injury. I'd rather be able to do things I want to do. But we promise you that back is not limiting you at all, ever, from anything. You can still do what you're inspired to do. If you have an urge to change a condition, that's not really going to be of that much benefit. Just going to be a detour, and maybe it creates some new desire, but that's not really necessary for where you are. If you think it's wrong, you're going to receive an urge to change a condition. That urge is based in fear. It will never turn out the way you think it'll turn out. It's not wrong. It's not bad. It's not really of any benefit. If you receive inspiration, you're always going to feel fear every single time, without doubt. Always, 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 always. The fear could be as simple as, I don't have time. I don't think I want to do that. I don't have enough money. Whatever it is. That's all fear. If you can push past that fear... You are not limited. You prove you're limitless. If you succumb to the fear, no problem. You'll have a manifestation event because you can no longer exist with the limiting belief that causes that fear. So you'll have a manifestation event. You'll get an opportunity to find the fear, process the fear, and then receive similar inspiration 
and have a chance to act again. If you choose not to act, you are proving to the universe that you perceive yourself from a limited perspective and you have these limiting beliefs or this limited identity that will need to be expanded. So the whole universe is setting you up, giving you these manifestation events, these things you think are wrong or bad until you realize they're not wrong or bad. They're all there coming to serve you to find one tiny limiting belief. Process these limiting beliefs, you automatically shift in perspective. Think about yourself as the creator of your, your reality and that death's back pain is for you. You now have access to ideas, access to higher level thoughts, access to more inspiration, access to direct communication, intuition, knowing what you should do. All of it's here for you. But when you think of yourself as a victim, thinking, oh, well, this bad thing happened to me, you just don't have access. You cut off the access. If you want access, there's only one way to get it. Think of yourself as a creator. You are all the creators of your reality. None of you can see it clearly. You can have an intellectual idea. You can have a ton of experiences that you can reflect back and say, oh, yes. When I was feeling good and I got the inspiration, I did this, it led to this ex unimaginable experience. You can keep doing that. And then you'll think, oh, that's wrong or bad, and you'll judge it, and maybe you'll catch yourself, and maybe you'll rise back again. Maybe you'll get trapped in another country without any way to get back home and think, oh, no, this is happening to me when everyone else knows it's happening for you. And you say, yeah, it's happening for you, but you don't believe it. But then you get to go on this adventure. You get to come up with an experience or set of experience that proves you were never trapped in that country. You could just tiptoe across the border and slide back on home. Easy peasy as pie. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Thank you Joshua. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was pretty funny. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, thank you. Thank you. Everyone. We, we're we're going to be in New York on Friday, so we won't do Josh live. But if you want to meet us on Friday in New York, we'll be there. Crystal, you should meet us on Friday in New York. Yeah, I'll get on that. <laughs> Bye, everyone. All right. I trust you enjoyed that episode. It's an amazing one as usual. And it's really an interesting way to define freedom. It's not being able to do what you want to do whenever you want to do it is being able to do whatever you're inspired to do, whatever you need to do when you need to do it. And we think that we have to have our all our ducks lined up in a row, but that's not necessarily the case. All we have to do is move forward and we'll be given everything we need to do everything we need to do when we need to do it. Also happens to be the definition of abundance too, receiving everything you need when you need it to do what you need to do. If you don't need it, it need not come. So that's a, a new way to define abundance and freedom. Um, <clears throat> we are doing a uh, activation event in New York City on Sunday between 10.30 and 1.30. If you're in the area, we would love to see you. We're going to have about 10 people there. And afterwards, we're all going to go out to lunch or an early dinner. So it should be a lot of fun. If you want more information, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And also we'll be starting a new activation group, a new found foundations class, and a new basic training course all on January 6th, right after the new year. So just uh, 
go to the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com or send me an email. So thanks again for being here. I really appreciate you and do us a favor and send this podcast to your friends, like it on Facebook, save it to your favorites, download it, leave a review, all that wonderful stuff. And we'll see you next time. Bye.